0: you catch me doing this while I'm supposed to be working? Uh no you didn't. Um Yay. More good episodes because it's the end of season one. Um anyway, episode 21 is the chicken finger episode. I um I think I wrote this down at like a later episode. Um oh yeah, because at at the paint at the paintball episode, um But, like, I just realized, like, I. There was a point in time when I think I knew this show. I mean, you know, in between my, like, third and fourth rewatches or whatever, um, where I I knew this show well enough that I knew which episode preceded and followed each other one and what they all were by name. Um, And I don't think that is the case anymore. Um, Or maybe I'm just, like, not actively trying to recall what comes next and so on um because i just get surprised every time like a really good episode shows up and i mean like all of them are good but like you know some special ones so like this this chicken finger episode that's so good um it's it's just like a, a like a very good one um specifically for obid's neurodivergence and like how they show that and understand that um and um it's it's just good it's got it's got like again really iconic um jeff and Abed interactions and um the the sort of like you know so Abed kind of takes over this this chicken finger empire because he Because um, it's it's uh formulaic and it makes people like him and it's um easy to manage and see the big picture when it comes to this chicken finger empire and Jeff um, decides he needs to take him down because this isn't good for the people around him and it isn't good for him Um, and they have this conversation and you know um, Jeff kind of like admits that like the whole reason that they got into this mess was because he manipulated people into thinking like Um, because he wanted chicken fingers and he like you know manipulated people into going along with this plan and um, you know and he he was jealous of like sort of everyone relying on Abed more than relying on him and you know he he didn't have as much power and control in the group as he would have liked and so um, it you know it kind of culminates in this this um, conversation between the two where Jeff says to Abed that like You know he'll help him connect with people if Abed helps Jeff, like do a better job with them. Um, Which is like such a good kind of analysis of their character because like the whole reason that Abed does all that tm in this episode is that like he um, again he he's got like this this like loyalty that runs really deep in that like he thought that like you know doing doing this would be what's best for the group and he's happy to make them happy um and you know that's kind of why he gets gets hungry with power it's like also it's easier for him um to deal with the rules of chicken fingers than it is to deal with the rules um of society otherwise but also like you know he he says what does he say he says something about like how um like everybody like everybody needed him and you know if people don't get him then needing him like I don't, I don't know like but he so half of it is like because it it puts him in a good position and half of it is because um you know he wants to do good things for the group and that's kind of always like at the base of his um his character is wanting to do good things for the group and that's not at the base of Jeff's character but at the same time it's like who Jeff wants to be and like they've kind of like both got a little bit of like what the other person wants to be and so it is so nice to see this like conversation between the two of them of being like listen let's help each other out with life because you know together we make one functioning person um which is really good, and I don't know there's just like there is something so good about i mean it like it hurts, but like it's so good about this idea that Abed has in this episode that like when you don't know how to interact with people, the next best thing is to make yourself um like indispensable and useful to those people. And that if you're, if you're needed, then people will keep you around, even if you don't know how to have a deeper connection with them. And, um, it's like, ouch, like, that, that (laughs) physically, that physically hurts me a little bit. Um, like, but it's so good, because that's kind of, you know, where he's coming from a lot, because um his his mom walked out on their family because you know and again this is this is his interpretation of it but like he thinks she left because he she couldn't handle um who he was as a person and so and he's got like all of these examples from you know bullies in the past and people he thought were friends who really just wanted them him to buy them frozen yogurt and so like he is just very much the kind of person who is used to um being a very like like a, a a a very um being very useful and being very like um like needed by other people and you know as long as you're needed by other people like they can't get rid of you is his thoughts and it's so sad and i yeah, but it's it's so good at the same time um anyway good episode uh, just like i like the the mob um the mob overlay of that too it's very it's like very good when they they use these big tropes for things that are just so dumb it's it's very good um the next episode is the one with the fucking high schoolers who are the dumbest thing ever. I fucking I just cannot stand those 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 characters. they're so terrible and I'm so glad that they were only in it for like one episode. Um, but it's also the episode that um Pierce pants Shirley and Shirley decides like she's had enough of Pierce and this is like the episode I think that could have been a very good turning point for Pierce and, like, started his road to redemption, basically. Um, and so they they don't redeem him at the end of this. They don't, like, he does not apologize. But, like, it's the kind of thing where, like, it maybe could have been a start to, like, him eventually realizing that the shit he does is not cool at all. Um, and so, like, again, like, it is kind of shitty that, like, you know, he gets back into the group without ever really having to apologize. But there is this nice sort of um, a moment between him and Shirley that like, you know, he tells her that he respects her and sees her as a mother and thinks that she's doing amazing at that. Um, but like, but also, you know, he's very clearly bigoted and um, doesn't change his, the other things that that make Shirley uncomfortable, like the sexual harassment and the anti-black racism, like, so, uh, it's just... I don't know. Um, but anyway, the good the good parts about this episode is that Shirley's initial speech to Pierce about him, what he's doing, like, not being okay, um, I didn't write it down because just, like, the entirety of it is what's good, but um, it's just, like, so... Like, it's such, like, righteous anger because this man has been doing shit like that the entire first season and it's so nice to be able to see shirley like allowed to be upset at what he's doing um and it like it really isn't taken as a joke in the show like she's genuinely angry and all of the other characters like stand up for her and um yeah and uh she what is it she um yeah, the, the downside of this episode is then that the rest of the group realizes that they need Pierce because they need somebody to be a scapegoat for everything they, for all of their snipiness. Um, which I think is, mm, like, is questionable when it comes to getting this bigoted, racist white man back into this group who's been sexually harassing one of the members. Um, so um you know a little questionable and of course shirley you know goes back at that with the the i'm entitled to my pride until it gets in the way of what you guys want which is such like that's like like that's exactly it um in that like like in that like she is she's expected to be like you know she's allowed to stand up for herself or whatever but like not to the point of like Pierce getting kicked out of the group completely. Um, And it's kind of a shame because she has all of this good, this good, um, you know, standing up for herself and speaking what's on her mind to this group and it all being very, very true. Um, And then it kind of like shifts back to the status quo by the next episode because she has that conversation with Pierce and lets him back in. and again it's the kind of thing where like I understand you can't unlearn a man's 60 years of bigotry in one episode but also it's the type of thing where I'm like you know first off her 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 fellow study group you know they did like they did stand by her originally it was very clear but also they should have stayed by her like the entire time and I don't know like um here's the thing is like Pierce sticking around, um, you know, is shit. I hate him. Like, he's a he's a terrible character. Um, especially like so like it's a it's bad character writing in the sense of like you want this guy to get better because everybody else is getting better and instead he kind of gets worse and then like hints that he might get better and then gets worse and then hints that he might get better. And again, I know that this all has to do with like Chevy Chase as a person too. Um but like It's not only just a disservice to his character. It's a very strong disservice to all of the other characters and specifically the characters of color because they're getting like... Like, they... Like, I don't know. Like, you see in this episode that Shirley is clearly uncomfortable with this man. And, you know, whatever, they sort of, like, settle their differences or whatever, but it's not like nothing changes and the same things keep happening. And, like you know the show doesn't explore this because they want to keep this main character that they wrote in around for long um but like i don't know like it's the kind of thing where i'm like i can't imagine being in a group like that and putting up with a man like that and i'm white like i i don't even have half the the um the frustration against someone like that that um the three characters of color do and I don't know I don't know. It's it's just one of those the one of those episodes where like they start doing something so well with this black woman standing up for herself and not being portrayed as a stereotype and um everything she says being taken seriously by this group and then they kind of like 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 it, the souffle deflates a bit by the end of this episode and it's very frustrating. Um, and it's the kind of thing that could maybe be excusable if Pierce's character like got better and like these conversations continued to be um to, to be held throughout the, the rest of the show, but it's not the case and and therefore rough um Also there's a good food fight at the end of this episode, which is really fun and it looks like it would be fun to be involved in. Um, the next episode is the paintball episode. Um, which is iconic for many reasons. It's also really good because like, the way that they have this, the majority of the episode is taken up by, um, or the majority of the paintball fight is taken up by Jeff's nap. Um, so it so it does leave room for like, the subsequent paint, paintball episodes to get cooler and cooler and cooler, um, which I love. Uh, I don't think that was on purpose because there's no way they would've done this paintball episode and been like, yes. Um, the absolute mess and shit show that this was is going to be the the most iconic one of our most iconic um um episodes in the series that we're going to have to redo over and over again um but uh it's also because it, it's it's got um um it's not like the first episode to do this of like you know falling into a trope of 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 um or a uh, falling into a, a a sort of um cinematic style but this one in particular has like really really good music um and like you know the dramatic acting in it like um the bit when 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 jeff take gets out of his nap and joins this paintball game and troy goes over to him and is like jeff you son of a bitch um uh like the music swells and it's just so good it's like I don't know. It's the it's the thing where you're like, ah yes, this isn't a normal episode. This is this is an episode episode. Um, there's like you know so many good moments. There's like Shirley with her badass like the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want and the camera spin on that is so good. And her like shooting like s- straight out to the right and left is. Ah, uh, so good. There's like them sitting around the fire and all of this ridiculous thing and, you know, Jeff Winger's diehard existence. Um and it's it's just a good a good start to a tradition in the show and um yeah, that's that's what I've got about that one. Um the episode twenty four one Whew. Maybe I'm tired from staying up until two last night. Well, Keep talking. Um so this is one Annie Annie sabotages the group in this one. Um which again is it's like one of those things that's like very um, understandable for her character. She like turns Chang in for being a um for being a fraud and they all have to take the Spanish exam. And it's you know, again, it's like one of those things that it's like all all of these characters you know, sort of in their own way, will will do a lot for this group of people and will do a lot to keep this group of people together. And they all do it in very different ways. Um, in that Abed, like, thinks he's personally responsible for um, making sure every single person stays within this group and will, you know, do whatever he needs to to do that. Um, Annie, who's, like, um, very, very driven and, and you know, is terrified of 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 losing people and even if they're not t- as terrified in the same way she still needs to make sure that they're together um, on her terms and um i don't know it's like it's a very it's a very good character motivation and um it's it's a good like sort of plot for the, for this um it's also very good as like a you know a penultimate episode in this season um and also and it leads to the ridiculous ending thing of like pierce having slept with their spanish teacher which is another one of those like last minute plot twists that i think is is ridiculously funny what the fuck my computer just started to restart oh no i'm good okay okay um if that happens again i'm screwed because i wrote notes down um also the the sort of b plot in this episode is troy and um like the sort of the sort of planting the seeds of air conditioning repair school in this case it's like plumbing um um side sidebar um how can all of them curl their tongues like i couldn't i couldn't do that and like they, they it's like a throwaway line and i think everyone but like maybe like annie or britta or jeff like one or two or two out of the three of them like all of them just immediately are like ooh, i can curl my tongue like what the fuck what the hell guys um Anyway, but this is, like, this is the sort of episode that starts the, um, the reverse goodwill hunting. Um, it's, 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 it's a really good reference for this. It's also really good, um, it's, I, I have, like, a lot, I have a lot of emotions about that movie, um, but it's so good in a reverse way, in that, like, the movie itself is, you know, this, this janitor who is, um being sh- who's who shown that like he can he can do tough math and then everyone being like you have to you know you've got a gift like you can't waste it and you know the one kid um the one best friend who's like the best you know the best time of my life is the 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 10 seconds that I'm walking up to your door I hope that like you won't you won't be there or whatever um like i'm like I'm, th- th- that that movie was a good movie to watch i love Robin Williams in it um but also like it's it hurts me physically um and i am really glad to see the sort of inverse of that happen here which is this character who is like trying to be all scholarly and being told that like you know it's okay if what you're good at is not that and if that's what your that your life path is um because i I don't know i just i I really hate narratives about like people not living up to um the this gift that they've been given or the their talents or whatever like um i'm like i've I've had enough people in life tell me what they think I should do that I'm like, listen. Don't don't just just stop that sort of narrative. You're you're allowed to do what makes you happy, and if what makes you happy is cereal and TV, like that's allowed. That's allowed to be the case, and I like that Abed kind of has that going for him, and sort of like this reverse the reversal of it that eventually catches up with Troy too, um, and also just the fact that like they do this, they, they you know, make reference to that, that 10 second, like, line in um Goodwill Hunting, and Troy is just, like, pissed at Abed because he's, like, you know, like, what? Like, you don't want to see me? You don't want to be, like, the best part of your day is when you think that I'm not going to be there? Like, like, it's just so, it's so good because it's, like, you know, it's, it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be like, oh, you know, like you didn't, you didn't really get Goodwill Hunting. The whole point was that he, like, he's hoping that like his friend gets out of the shithole that uh, life that they're kind of in, and that like you know he's off to, to doing better, bigger things. Um, but like, also like friends want to see each other. <laughs> like that's I don't know. It's just such a it's just such a good subversion of it. And I think I I have not fully appreciated that as much as um, as like. Uh, as much because I I hadn't seen Goodwill Hunting previous to, like I'm like I knew about it but like I hadn't actually watched the full movie all the way through and experienced all that emotions until this until this rewatch of this show, um, but anyway um, so that's that episode and. The last episode is the the season finale, um, and it like it starts out in a very good like season finale vibes, which like with like the swinging camera that I really love about this show, and um, the the like all of the the different characters who just like you know kind of pop off in different places as Jeff walks through the the, the luscious greens of Greendale, um, um, and you know it's got some like the callback of. Um, Britta having to meet with Duncan that, like, gets, uh, that happened, like, earlier on in the season when, as a concession to, like, the episode where she cheats and Jeff pleads insanity for her and then she has to go see a therapist or whatever. Um, and it's, like, funny that they, like, you know, like, actually remember to bring that back. Um, and the same thing with, like, um, Pierce performing the Greendale song and stuff like that. Um, so it's, it's really good. Um, I will say, like, this episode works. F- Fairly well as a finale, I would say it's not as like big like bang for your buck kind of thing as some of their other finales are, if I remember correctly, um, or just finales in general in shows. Um, I guess like you can argue that the whole Britta Slater Annie thing is a pretty you know pretty a pretty big bombshell um, because you know Britta confesses her love for for. Um, jeff which is kind of like where that whole like thing got started in the first episode you know it's like narratively satisfying but it's also like not necessarily surprising in any sort of sense and it's more of just kind of like oh yes that's where we're going i see that um i guess what is narratively surprising is jeff deciding to make out with annie um which i mean like you can see by this this finale is not necessarily my favorite out of the show um but like cuz that's literally the end of the episode is like him walking out and being like I love both I like I really like both of these women and I'm like hard pressed to to choose between the two of them because they both bring out good parts of me and I like who I am with both of them and but like that they're just so very different and like it's such a good um character growth to when Jeff was picking his partners based on you know, hot blonde from Spanish class and stuff like that. Um, But then instead he just goes and kisses Annie out of the blue. Um, Which, you know, I've I've already talked about how much I don't like that. Um, So, yeah. So it's the kind of thing where I'm like okay, cool. This is sort of finale vibes. It's not as fun and interesting as like some other some of the other episodes, which is kind of sad. But it does do good in like pulling a lot of the plot lines together and like pulling a lot of the stuff that they've been hinting at and, you know, things like that. Um, the other thing that I'm mad about this episode for is... Um, what, like, sort of mad, but also sort of not. Um, is the the plotline of um, Troy um, wanting to move in with Abed, and Obed not wanting that because he thinks that... Um, uh, he thinks that they're jumping the shark and that... Um, it's like, okay, here's the thing. It's like so clear, and it's so in line with Abed's character for him to not want Troy to move in with him because he thinks that it's like too good to be true kind of thing like that's why he was like so fine with Jeff living with him forever because he kind of knew that like um you know there's there's not like like I don't know he he says this line of like something about like you know, there's not really like you know more more buttons to push or whatever um but it's the kind of thing of like and like of like him being scared that doing this thing that moving in um with this friend who is like so in sync with him at this point because they they've like you know finally done their thing of um vaguely feeling like they're 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 two two halves of the same person at this point um um like like it's it's such a valid fear for him as a character because of all of these people who like matter to him in his life who've um walked out on him or who have like turned out to not be as good as he thought they were um and you know he's- he's very much doing the thing of like protecting himself from that sort of like you know that that sort of thing happening um but then it's played at the end of like Troy being like, Oh, I get it, like you know too much of a good thing is a bad thing like you know, like me eating this giant cookie and then Troy kind of understands and like goes off and decides to to live with Pierce instead. Um, and it's like this sort of thing where like they don't really like kind of get at Abed about um, this thing being an insecurity thing and not actually him thinking that like, you know, it would be bad if they lived together. And I can't remember what happens like when they actually do start living together. Um, and what conversation that's like, and why Abed decides that they're not jumping the shark anymore. Um, so I'll have to like revisit these thoughts when that happens. But I don't know. It was just the, it's just the thing of like, it's a good conflict in that like you know this one character who is scared to do something like that because he's scared that um, changing changing dynamics will mean that somebody will leave him. Um, in this, in the very same way that 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 Jeff Winger is also often very uh, scared of commitment, um, and you know, mentioning that and like kind of bringing that up in as as something to to, to talk about, I think like would have been very good for that episode, and I, it would have made me happy. And instead, it was just kind of made about like, oh, you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't live with your best friend because then that's like eating one big cookie that says trans on it um so no i don't know intriguing finale um i again like it does it does a very good job of like um what it's supposed to do which is bringing a lot of the plot lines that they sort of wove through things you know not a lot because this show does especially in the first season does not like have a lot of like really strong through lines to all the episodes aside from the character development um, which is fine because it's 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 very um, rompy and very uh, I don't know I don't know what the word for it is like it's it's very like adventure of the week um, so it's it's okay that they don't have a lot of those through lines but they do bring together what they can and they, they give some some finality to it and they they hint at what stuff can come next and so it's all good um except for just it's it's not it's also kind of shitty a little bit but anyway um i am not going to keep watching this show i'm going to do some actual work and that's all i have for you today